good afternoon. Well, why is this thing? It's the holiday season. Dooby dooby doo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking Christmas morning. thing sucks <laughs> you can't be so like just very i don't i don't even know like you just set the set the tone so yeah. so low and then just bust out dubstep like that it just doesn't work well, surprise you. dubstep <laughs> no. it's fucking christmas morning i like the contrast <laughs> yeah i mean it's kind of like our show you know, we have our highs, we have our lows. It's all highs and it's all lows. <laughs> Nothing, <laughs> Nothing in between. <laughs> yeah, there are very few podcasts where at the end of it, I'm like, eh, yeah, it's fine. It Pretty was good. Like, it was okay. It was six out of ten. Yeah, it's either <laughs> great job or this is the worst show we've ever done. And it's more the latter. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. I hope this one becomes another archive show. Let's see. <laughs> I, I do not. Let's see, let's see what happens here. <laughs> that is stressful for me. Well, there are, there are elements. Anxiety. We're putting it in the Disney vault. <laughs> oh, no. Yo, remember that? Remember when you couldn't get Disney movies? Remember I'm, that bullshit? What about when you just buy them? Just buy, That's when you buy your movies. Well, that was in the day when, yes, you could buy movies. But you could still buy the movies quite easily, actually. Not back in the day, man. It was hard to find. You could buy. I mean, you could get used copies of. I things. found them quite easily, man. The 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 vault movies. Yeah, you I, could just get Cinderella from yeah, a guy. I, you I, had like a Cinderella dealer. I have. I have. Hey, I, everyone's got a Cinderella dealer. I hope. <laughs> I remember like being like, "Yo, I want to watch Jungle Book." And I cannot watch Jungle Book. I saw it once on TV and then Disney put it in the vault and I can't get a copy of it until I went to like a consignment store with my mother and there was a copy that had been owned by three different people and it was there for me and that was my only chance of watching the Jungle Book on VHS. I have the Jungle Book. Disney really missed the... They really dropped the ball on this. They could have made a Disney straight-to-VHS movie where kids have to break into the Disney vault to access their favorite movies. Like a spy thriller. (laughs) <laughs> that's a good one that's pretty good and they yeah. drop the ball because now that doesn't work anymore because you got disney plus and it, it's a heist movie it's like a kids right, version right. of ocean's, yeah, ocean's 11, 11 but yeah. they're stealing right. bambi <laughs> that ain't bad what do they swap the tapes with because you got to like put in like fake tapes to make them think that nothing's there so what are the like tapes of like fight club or something like that or just porn that's another option i, I for knowing disney it would open with the dad filming their birthday party right yeah. on an uh, old camcorder and the kid opens the gift and they don't get the Disney movie they wanted. <laughs> and then later they get the idea, I'll swap the video and they get the video of their own birthday party. They just really wanted Song of the South. Right. Yes, that's yeah, of course. I just like <laughs> And they so break in and they swap their own I think that's still in the vault. Party. Can we make a movie about stealing Song of the South? The only copy still available? It's no. definitely still in the vault. <laughs> that one's not. What's the most disappointing uh present to give like a movie present to give a kid? Like as a like if I'm cuz I'm growing up I had lots of like VHS tapes that I would have wanted. I'm trying to think of like a good one that would have just really pissed me off. Uh Dumb and Dumber 2. No. When Harold met Lloyd. 
Oh, oh no, that's dumb and dumber. Dumb, dumb and dumber. Yes. yes. Yeah, not dumb and dumber too. <laughs> yeah, dumb yeah. and dumber. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. That's a. Ter- I'm talking about like 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 in like Flint or something like that. Austin Powers' favorite movie that you have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> Reference went a little over my head. I'll give you that one. Uh, yeah, maybe like if I was given like at at eight. <laughs> Like if I, if I was given like the verdict or something, that's a good one. That's a good one. I think I'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" I was and my like, "Dad's like, this is peak Newman here." <laughs> Here's JFK, dude. Sydney for- Lamet and fucking. I was. I wanted the Jungle Book, Dad. <laughs> He's like, son. There's no blues in this movie. There's no blues. Oh, that's horrible. That's uh, yeah, like, I don't know, something like that, I guess. That's fine, yeah. That's pretty terrible. <laughs> and it's just a taped over, like, Jets game or something like right, that. Right, right. That's that'd definitely be... what it would have been when I was a child. Yeah. <laughs> I can, yeah, my dad, like, I tells kind of see that happening. <laughs> my dad tells me stories of, like, when I was a child and the Jets experienced some of their worst losses in the history of the franchise. And he's holding me as, like, a one-year-old <laughs> child. And I just think to myself, that's how close I came to death. You know what I mean? Strangle I, you. Like, I would definitely not be holding my child during a moment like that. No. During a moment of just raw emotion <laughs> yeah. like that. Because... The Jets can do that to you. <laughs> listen, there, there's no Jets loss, at least significant Jets loss in my life, that did not result in me throwing something across the room. Wow. You know? How many things have you broken? A lot of things jets? have been broken. Jeez. A lot of the- Any bones been broken? Not yet. <laughs> not, not quite. Uh, holes have been punched in walls. Uh, yeah. Remotes have been... Uh, well, remotes have definitely been broken. How much money have you lost on the Jets? Um, I mean, like... Can we put a value in like happiness and joy? Like, yeah, yeah, is, yeah, that, yeah. is that part of like sure. my net worth? <laughs> the amount of have years you, has, you've have lost. Have you made money betting against the Jets? Ooh, yeah. Uh, yes, but I never feel good about it. I can't sleep with <laughs> myself sleep. that night. You know, it's a, it's it's a, a moral quandary for sure. Hmm. But yeah, I have, and every time, yeah, I've needed a shower afterwards, and I just can't live with myself. <laughs> so I like give it to the Red Cross. No, you poor know, Judas I just give my wedding to the Red Cross. Yeah. <laughs> To atone, <laughs> to atone for your sins. Yeah, you, <laughs> you gave the Jets the kiss of death, <laughs> and then you turned them over. What was uh, your favorite obscure VHS tape that you had as a kid? Maybe the Secret of Nim. That's not really obscure, but that's a good one, though. Yeah, yeah. A good one. yeah. Uh, obscure. You know what I did have? I, I, I mean, this isn't again not obscure, but I feel like no one else. I don't know. Like I, I always love watching the Lost World. On okay. VHS, that was a good one. You didn't have the original? You had the Lost I World? did have the original, yeah. Okay. yeah. I'm trying to remember. Because I definitely got into habits like that, too, where I would just watch the sequel of something over and over again because the original broke or we couldn't find it. I'll tell you what. I had copies of Total Recall as a kid and Aliens. And <laughs> Wow. Come on. Not like my childhood. I'll yeah, tell you that great, right great, great memories. I had, uh... Pokemon 2000. Oh, had that? yeah. Hell ba- yeah. With Batman the metallic and Robin. Cover. Yeah. Mewtwo on the cover, Nick. Yeah. Yep. That's the one with like, cl- the, the Pokemon clones and it's really fucking weird. Yeah. And hell yeah. yeah. Stone. That's hell right. yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. That fucking movie. What with a Pikachu's banger. tears. Hell Bring yeah. him back. Oh my God. I also had a. F- I'm about to cry just listening <laughs> to that description. Wow. That movie. We should do that movie. See how it holds up. What a great one. I had Fern Gully too. That's Fern Gully. Oh, you remember that thing? I do. Yeah. 
Holy and George shit. of the Jungle. Yeah. That was my shit. Had, had that. Did um, you know Tim Curry plays the smog monster in that movie? Uh, never put two and two together on but, that. Yeah, he but plays the smog monster. In, wait, in Fern Gully? Or in... Yeah, Fern Gully. Yeah. How do you play... Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to question Thumbelina. It. How about that one? I never Ooh. saw that movie. Oh, really? I remember yeah. Thumbelina. Yeah. I, I re- recall it, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I definitely... Like, in my head, until the age of, like, nine or ten, Lion King 2 and Lion King 1 were, like, the same movie. You know, like, there were a lot of things like that, you know? That, Lion King 2 is not even as good as one and a half, though. Oh, one Lion and King a half. 2 sucks. You watch it now. <laughs> but it's, like, back then, it's just more Simba. I want Lion King 1 and a half. I want Lion King I one had that on DVD. That's a good I had movie. that on the DVD Blu-ray set. Oh, my God. That's back in the day. They would sell them together. You'd have a DVD and a Blu-ray in the same box in case, wow. like... You ever upgraded to Blu-ray one day? I see. And I had both. I think Criter- I might be making that up, but no, I think Blu-ray players were around. Yeah, yeah. maybe. I think Criterion's thinking of re-releasing One and a Half in preparation for Barry <laughs> Jenkins's movie <laughs> to get the hype going. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I had uh, Barney Live. I know was a big one. Wore the shit out of that tape. I have a friend who has uh, a bunch of weird ones on VHS, like like Taxi Driver on VHS, and I just think that's such a oh, I'd love to watch cool Taxi choice. Driver on, yeah. on VHS. Absolutely, Fargo's another one that he has on VHS. Wouldn't play as well as Taxi Driver, I don't think. No, because of the look. Yeah, You're probably right about that. But still, it's an interesting choice. Dude, you know, what? if you guys are listening on the Discord, send us some photos of your your favorite like old VHS tapes if you still have them. My favorite is still uh, that I actually watched recently, not on VHS, but recently was Babe. Babe holds a special of place. Uh, One of your yeah. favorites. And you gave me Babe Pig in the City, which is even better, by the way. I gotta Babe be Pig. honest. I, I remember when DVDs came out, though. <laughs> Who gave you Babe Pig in the City? What? You Wait, did. I gave you a copy of Babe Pig what? in the City? It was either you or Nick, but you, yeah, for one of these Christmas shows, you gave me. I a, gave you a VHS copy. Gave, of Babe I don't know where you Pig got it, but yeah, I have it in my basement. What are you talking about? That yeah. might have been. Maybe I did that because I think I gave uh, Nico. Didn't I give you like an Ewok tape? You gave me an Ewok Adventures thought, of Endor, or whatever it's. But called. how would Nick it was like have a TV show? How would Nick have known to get me Babe Pig in the City? I don't know. See, that's it the was, thing. Yeah, I don't. It was dead. No, dude. It was you. Trust my memory on this one. Wow. It was you. It doesn't sound like it, like getting you a VHS tape sounds like something I would do, but getting you babe does not sound like something. That's so funny. The coincidence of getting me literally one of my favorite movies of all time, Babe Pig in the City. <laughs> I definitely have a copy. I just I just I, had that line around. And I gave it to you. That's definitely problem, what happened. There. I love. I just every every time I watch that movie, it just blows my mind that it's the director of Fury Road. Yeah. Like how how did this guy go from that to make Mad Max Fury Road. Fucking it just shows his range. He's I love George. Oh. No, but like I remember when DVDs first came out, like there's certain th- there's a certain charm to those two that we don't have today. Like you get the Shrek DVD and you can like play the fucking mini games. Oh yeah. Remember that shit? Great. TV games were great. DVD games. I, I missed that. I missed um, that. And I remember yeah. I got um The Nightmare Before Christmas was one of the first DVDs we got. Yeah. And it had the special feature of Tim Burton's uh Frankenweenie. Mm. the black and white interesting and uh i remember watching that as a kid and loving that ah do they make like special features anymore is that a thing i think so yeah yeah no well no i i buy dvds all the time and yeah they like they're usually the problem is a lot of the special features 
Um, a lot of the stuff you can find online, not all, I mean, not all of it, but, but a, a majority of it, right. but like Fury Road, the, the, the set that I have has like a shit ton of extras. My copy of Prometheus has like a four hour fucking documentary of how that thing was made. Yeah. But there's it's, no mini games. No mini games. I'm sorry, Nick. You know, Sp- the Spider-Man, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man, uh, feature has like, uh, tons of behind the scenes stuff and you can go into like the backstories of every single Spider-Man villain with like little 3D models that you can spin around. And I used to love that. That used to be just like the, the coolest thing, like seeing the backstory of like Venom and Sandman or like Scorpion or whatever. But this was, and that's going too much of a tangent, right? Like there's a new Spider-Man movie coming out oh, this yeah. Thursday and I got my tickets for it and I'm going to go see it and it's going to be great. I, sw- I have every single thing spoiled for me. So okay, please don't do the same for me. <laughs> yes, Although everything can, has been spoiled. <laughs> I can read the tea leaves. I think yeah. on yeah, what's coming. Uh, but like, I'm gonna see that movie on Thursday, and I'm gonna be with some friends, and we're gonna enjoy it. We're gonna talk about it for about an hour, and then we're gonna forget about it. And it's like back in the day when we bought Spider-Man for the first time on DVD, or we bought, as you said, Nick Shrek. I I cherished my Shrek DVDs. Mm-hmm. Shrek two in particular had that like bonus scene of the uh, far far away idol. And Simon Cowell was oh featured God. on it. One of yep. the best. Uh, but like, I remember getting that DVD and like examining what the cover art was like, That's like great. what characters they put on the cover, how <laughs> they were arranged. When I had my Star Wars, I, I collected all six Star Wars movies, and I remember just like studying who was on the cover of each movie and where they were positioned. Like, I remember Empire Strikes Back, Darth Vader was positioned as the main character of that movie, mm-hmm. and in the you know for New Hope. Uh, Luke was positioned as the main character and then we go back to Luke in the third one. Um, But I just love just studying all that, like what the filmmakers were sort of like how they valued certain characters, how they valued certain plot points, what scenes would be highlighted on the back cover, Mm -hmm. uh, like reading through the booklet and, you know, what they titled each scene. Like, Mm, you know how you would go on the, you know, the scene by scene. If you wanted to fast forward, they would all have like specific titles. Maybe it would be like a quote from the movie. Maybe it would be a description. It would be, you know, like the battle on Hoth or, you know, it might be like, uh, I am your father as the quote. Like, I remember just like studying these movies inside and out, not even watching them, but just like consuming stuff tangentially related to them. And that's just not an experience anybody has anymore with movies. And I kind of feel like that's why it's slipping away from the public consciousness is you don't have like physical media to go along with the actual media. Right. You know, you don't like have all of like the merchandise or this is how like this specific action figure was designed and this is the costume that he wore in this scene like we just don't engage with stuff what we do is we speculate for five months in advance like holy shit tom holland is wearing toby Maguire's blazer from that one (laughs) scene in spider-man and then the movie comes out and none of that comes to fruition and we forget about it you know what i mean like I, i and i wonder maybe it was just we were kids and we were more obsessed with this stuff or you know, if the actual culture itself is changing. Um, I just, I don't know. I missed that. Like I had the survivor DVDs and like there was one season where they didn't put the winner <laughs> on the top of this, uh, of the, the, the survivor cover. And I'm like, Oh, that's interesting. They put Rupert there instead of Sandra. I wonder why that was. It, we just don't have that anymore. And I miss it. You know? Yeah. Mm, I totally fuck streaming, agree. man. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> you. You don't get that on stream. No, that's streaming is a big, big uh, culprit of this problem you're talking about. So, yeah. And I guess the internet, but it's just an over overload of content. Yeah. Right. You know, it's just too much fucking shit out there. And that's a positive thing for content creators. 
But honestly, for the consumers, I think it's been a major negative. Yeah. And I guess you could say, like, the stuff that I just described is quite stupid. Like, taking a look at what the scene titles are or what characters. Well, it's part of the fun of it, though, man. I cherish those things. Exactly. And I know none of it matters, but in a way, like, it all matters. Because, you know, in their individual parts, sure, they don't really mean anything. But when considered as a whole, it's like that was part of your experience. And therefore, the movie means more to me because I spent so much time studying those covers. Well, I always go back to like the blockbuster example. And blockbuster certainly wasn't perfect. But I mean, there's a nice convenience to stuff like Netflix and Amazon and whatever. But nothing about scrolling through Amazon or Netflix beats the experience of just going to a blockbuster and doing exactly what you just described and being attracted to the movie simply based on the name and the cover. Yes. Like that was the best. That smell right. that was in there oh too. My God. It's unforgettable, man. Yeah, I just love the vibe of that place. And then, like, when you because because you do, you have a limited options when you go on something like Netflix. It feels like it's unlimited. Like you right. can go on for hours, and you usually do. Sure. Whereas, like, usually in a when I was going to Blockbuster, you might stay in there for like half an hour just looking for a good movie. Right. But it was something you could do. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, what are we doing? We're pressing a button. What exactly like, are we doing with our time now? You know? <laughs> like, I think that's one of the revelations of the 90s is that life is not that interesting. You have to fill it with shit. Yeah. <laughs> what are we filling it with now? Like, I don't know, Candy Crush. <laughs> well, hey, you're, you're, you're not one to talk, my friend. No, I'm projecting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe this is, maybe I'm crazy. I mean, like, Blockbuster 2 in its time was criticized for a number of things yeah. like they would shorten movies they would take out take out like explicit content you know they would oh, yeah. reformat stuff uh, you know you would take home the DVD and it was just in that like you know that Blockbuster label like you know and, and they also overcharged like all of that shit like I'm sure. sure people when Blockbuster was first coming to prominence was like man remember when you had to actually go to a movie theater to see this movie and then you would never see it again mm-hmm. well um, it's so funny because like what's going to happen is we're going to go full circle to the point where we're going to have like you know we're going to live in the matrix it's going to be virtual reality and guess what there's going to be there's going to be there's going to be a fucking blockbuster that you put on your virtual headset to walk inside to pick out your fucking movie to watch <laughs> you're so right Mm-hmm. That's what's gonna happen. You're so right. That's it's so stupid, but that's what's gonna happen. Oh, that's where the metaverse is going. You're right. 100 correct. Yeah, because all we're trying to do with this this unlimited amount of technology is simulate the real. <laughs> you know, farming simulator is yeah. one of the most popular games that exists. Where right. you drive a tractor around and mow your lawn and. Well, it's like if you like said to somebody 30, 40 years ago, the casual TV watcher, like one day you're going to watch shows where people do their jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just going to like watch a show where like <laughs> fishermen get crabs on the open sea. <laughs> but that's a real thing. Yeah. yeah like you're just like, going to watch that. Mm-hmm. What are those shows about truckers just driving <laughs> their trucks? <laughs> yep. It's like the most boring job you can think of. Pawn shop owners. Uh, Negotiating yeah, for purchases. The biggest stars now <laughs> own pawn shops. Explain that to like the generation that's watching like Archie Bunker and stuff exactly. like that. <laughs> and MASH. Exactly. But it's like, you're right, Nick. All this stuff, the snake eats its own tail at the end of the day. It's <laughs> so- you know, all we're doing well, is chasing heard, real I feelings. Just, I just heard Amazon is opening up retail stores now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. What? They've what? been open, but now it's really, yeah. It's like, okay, I put everybody out of business. They put the mall out of business. Now I'm going to have a store in the mall. Right. 
I went to an Amazon store in New York recently where you just walk in and like it's like a convenience store and you can just take something off the shelf. Basically, like you scan your phone when you come in and then you just take something off the shelf and you walk out. That's creepy. You don't have to pay. Ooh. No need to go to the cashier or anything. Ew. Yeah. Just all right. Enjoy. And it's just filled with Amazon basics products, right? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, here's some headphones. Here's a yeah. here's a USB stick. Oh yeah. They're yeah. all over the place. I think you disagreed with, with with me when we were talking about this, but uh I, I don't know. I think the 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 Wally universe is quite possible. We're all just fat and stupid and floating around. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll only speak for myself, but I mean, <laughs> I'm there. That, that, but the Wally universe implies we don't reach the idiocracy universe first. Oh, I see. <laughs> you know, I that's see. <laughs> Brondo. It's what plants crave. <laughs> Fucking love that film. <laughs> Got to get there before we get to Wally. Yeah. Uh, okay, guys. <laughs> that's, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. We have some business to attend to here. Gates. I know, I know. These are the gates. I know. I haven't checked. I haven't checked where we left off. It was a blowout. Yep. I'm just going to say that right now. I'm going to, I'm not going to. It was a blowout. I'm not going to try to make this more dramatic than it is. Uh, Adam. Yes. You won. Congrats. <laughs> Man, what is going on with Adam winning these women drafts? I know. I'm just, you know, it's, I'm getting in touch with my feminine side, guys. I got the ladies' touch. I do. I guess so. <laughs> I guess I'm a, so. I'm a smooth dude. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> the, the breath that, that was let out of Nico just now. Oh, need to erase that from the brain. Oh, God. Let's, let's try to scrub that out of there as quickly as possible. <laughs> can someone, like, explain what what would uh give you the urge to vote for adam <laughs> i would just like to i would like to understand okay it okay no, 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 no. ask his girlfriend i, <laughs> I don't know what i i would like to ask one dan evanson what would <laughs> make him want to vote for me he <laughs> it's uh I can't remember last time Dan voted for one of my choices. It's kind of inconceivable. <laughs> it's kind of inconceivable. Uh, Kate uh, Winslet, Catherine Hepburn, Catherine Bigelow, and Kate Beckinsale wins running away. Just absolute dominant performance out of Adam this time. That's right. Which, you know, when I looked at the list afterwards, I'm like, oh, God, Adam is going to win this pretty easily, isn't he? Mm-hmm. I just blew it. Should have taken Hepburn first. Uh, I blew it. And guess what? It was a tie for second place, so congratulations <laughs> on another second place win. Nico? Thank you. Thank you. I love it. We'll split the silver medal. Cut it right in half. Half a medal. You're welcome, guys. Uh, all right. That's enough of that for a while. Gates. <laughs> I know, I know. These are the gates. I know. Yeah, we, we won't pick that up again until next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're done for a while. <laughs> Two wins in a row for me. <laughs> that, that ain't good. Let's kill that Back bit to men. Fire. Back to <laughs> men's Back names. Back to men. <laughs> this is bullshit. You, you fucking broads. <laughs> we tried. <laughs> Oh boy! All right, let's get it to the main event. I have to pee. Oh, okay, go pee. Should I pee? Yes, go. Was that the main event? That's the main event. I have to pee. I gotta pee. Should we pause? Yes. Yeah, I'll get a glass of water. Sure. What am I? The hell am I gonna do? Sit there and twirl yourself. You know. Here. All right. I'm gonna download some porn, guys. Leave me alone. You still download it? I'm downloading. Yeah. I still buy VHS tapes too. The Nutcracker. 
in 3D. <laughs> Could have fooled me. Could have fooled me. <laughs> yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> do you want to just open with what does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, dude? Yeah, 3D. Uh... Just, you mean live action with yeah. some animation? <laughs> What do you mean? I guess it's a good point. That could have a lot of fucking. Was I was I not wearing the right glasses when I watched? I know. Was this filmed in a three dimensional world? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! Um, Wow! Horrible title. Pretty insane that like there's nothing 3D about this movie whatsoever. Yeah, there's there's not a single shot of like you know the the Nutcracker like cracking a nut and the shells like flying into the lens <laughs> you wanted a friday the 13th part three um, yeah stuff. i wanted like a guy with like a rake going like whoa and it comes around you know, the, the yeah. ornaments <laughs> fall off the tree and it's like it just comes towards you yeah it's got in 3d in the title what are we doing some here? some snow that would have been nice flurring through the screen sure uh this was like this 2009 right so correct so maybe they were just I don't know. Uh, they were making it in tandem with Avatar, and they're like, "Let's <laughs> let's go super 3D with this guy." Uh, yeah, let's just be like Spy Kids 3D came out in 2003. <laughs> they wow. had the technology. Oh my god! Oh man! Jesus! Had that thing on DVD too? <laughs> oh no! They had the technology. So this guy Andre Konchalovsky. Con- con- nice. That's a terrible. <laughs> First <name>. try. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> First take, nailed it. Uh, directed a bunch of movies before this. He's a Russian guy, um, and he got. Yeah, some... How do we get back in the Russian films again? Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, this is the second Russian film we've done in uh, <laughs> recently. Yeah, the, this, these Russians are always up to no good. Yeah, they <laughs> those, those guys are trouble Kind of looks similar to the last Russian film we did. <laughs> in a lot of ways, yes, <laughs> I agree. Ways, yeah. uh, he was one of the writers of Andrei Rublev, Adam. What? Yes. What? You heard me. There, what? You heard I want to be correctly. clear with you. There is some talent behind this movie. A Hold on. Did what? You heard me correctly. <laughs> he wrote Andre. What? Uh, he directed Tango and Cash. I knew that. That movie rocks. This guy wrote Andre Rublev. Runaway Train. Oh my God. Maria's Lovers. There's some. There's some good stuff here. I mean, for 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 just for some context, like Andre Rublev is. Uh, arguably the best Russian film ever made could yeah. be one of the best films ever made. Yeah. It's in, it's insanely good. <laughs> uh, one of the writers is he the only credited writer? Let me check that. Jeez out Louise, what the hell? Uh, him and and Tarkovsky scare, uh, share a screenwriting credit. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, this could not be further removed from what Andre Rublev is as a film. I love how that movie is directed by a guy named Andre. Is written by a guy named Andre <laughs> and has a character named Andre in the title. Yep. They like <laughs> that name. Good. Those Russians like that Andre. <laughs> That's pretty good. We have an Andre sort of tangentially related to this podcast. <laughs> so there's that. Yes, my brother's name is Andre. So yeah, there Thank we go. Another, another Andre. <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out. Is he a Russian? Is he Could a commie? Be. We don't know. He, he might be. <laughs> He might be a communist in disguise. <laughs> Got to hunt those guys down, man. Got to get them in front of Congress. My own brother. <laughs> this whole time. The whole time, Andre. The name didn't give it away. <laughs> it's probably a commie bastard. 
<laughs> anyway, yes, this guy uh, decided he wanted to make the Nutcracker. He had been working on this apparently for 20 years. Wow. That was his side of the story. Oh, oh no. And um, I guess part of that dream was to make it in 3D. Now, his description for making it in 3D is... Uh, I, I would call insufficient. I'm not sure that he exactly like <laughs> satisfied uh, my my question there. Um, but he was like, yeah, I think like it would help like capture the immersiveness of the story and like the animation and everything. And okay. I, I think it's just a fancy way of saying like in order to get the funding, we had to promise the producers that we were going to make it in 3D. Okay. You know, sure. just because 3D was all the rage in 2009. Um, was it? Best 3D movie you've ever seen. Spy Kids 3D. Oh, boy. I mean, I haven't seen many movies in I mean, 3D, frankly. As far, as far as a movie that pays off on the 3D-ness of it. Right. Like, not the best movie that happened to be 3D. Yeah, not like, the one that was just, yeah. For me, the best 3D experience was Spy Kids 3D. The hand reaching out. Mm. Um, For me, per- like, again, I've s- none of the movies I've seen in 3D I would qualify or I would count as like my favorite 3D movie experiences but there are movies that were marketed in 3D where that was a big you know like like point of the selling point of the movie and you can kind of see it in the final product mm. my choice for that's actually dread where like the 3D of it all actually sort of enhances the experience and it's story-wise the 3D actually makes a lot of sense so that was marketed as a 3D movie yeah it's in the poster Wow. Dread 3D and the 3D is remarkable in that but that's I, I never actually saw that one in 3D but it's just very obvious when they're doing 3D shit and it works yeah absolutely I was gonna say Polar Express but okay, I guess I don't even like that movie that much but that was the first time I saw a 3D movie that didn't involve red and blue glasses oh I see okay. that was the first like I guess they call it now real D 3D okay interesting you know how how are those faces in 3d as terrifying as they are now just as uncanny yeah uh-huh. yeah <laughs> for for fear of like sounding like an old man like did you guys like it better when it was like those shitty blue and red glasses or did you like the real real 3d stuff better well i guess in those days like they didn't just take any old movie and and like convert it into a 3d thing to make a quick buck which is what they do now. And I'm like mm-hmm. shocked that they do it now. Because I don't know a single person that seeks out the 3D version of a movie. But I, again, was looking at Spider-Man tickets. And there were like seven 3D showings yeah. for Thursday. It's like, what's going on? Like, nobody wants to go to these. No. No yeah. one's paying for Like, I don't know. But they still do it. It's bizarre. I've never really enjoyed. I, I saw The Martian in 3D. And that was fine. That was, Ugh. Yeah, but it's But then I. Consecutively, but then I saw it twice in theaters, actually. And it was, yeah, much better without. 3d i uh, yeah i've never gone to a 3d movie by choice it's always been yeah the, it's, the, everything yeah. else is sold out exactly that's exactly what happened to me i saw yeah. avengers age of ultron i remember in 3d i mean it's a bad movie anyway i don't think the 3d helped or hurt it in any way you just take the glasses off too and still watch it as normal right i've yet to see friday the 13th part 3 with the red and blue 3d glasses but i think that would help that movie significantly probably <laughs> yeah. uh yeah is it available to stream in 3D with the red and blue? Yes, actually, it is. It is. Yeah. Really? Like, I think my, I have a, my Blu-ray copy you can project in 3D. I just don't have the glasses. So if I well, wanted just go, to. Just go buy yourself the red and blue strips or whatever and just. It's, well. It's not that hard. Yeah. You can just find those anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I got like 10 hanging around. Yeah. You just they don't really just, like, play tape well them, on TV though. Just tape no. them to a pair of glasses or whatever. And no, just... th- th- but this is the kind of movie you want to go to a drive-in for, you know, right. especially that one. So. Yeah. yeah, I don't. 
I definitely did have 3D versions of things on DVD, and I tried it with the glasses, and it didn't work. No. Yeah. I have no interest just, in that. Just wait a few years, get your Oculus, and then uh, oh, go to the yeah. drive-in in the Oculus, where you sit in a car watching a movie on a screen with your <laughs> Oculus on. Yeah, and you can <laughs> and you can turn around and see things in the movie that you don't matter. You can turn and see another person in their car. It is. Amongst- if you want to turn up the volume, you have to go to your car and twist the knob. The idea of... <laughs> You're getting feedback from the car next yeah. to you. WFAN, Mike Francesa's poking in every two seconds. <laughs> Fuck me. God, this shit's we, gonna happen, guys. If uh, we if we seriously go to VR movie experiences, I'm I am done. It's Adam, done with it, life. Uh, done. Yes. Adam, give it another week. Yeah, we're already we're there. there. It's <laughs> amongst the worst ideas for for a movie I have ever heard in my life. It makes no sense to me. So what's the point of directing a movie then? <laughs> the point is to pick your shots. I'm gonna look over here now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just do a scene, guys. And well, no, that's why you're going to be watching it on a screen. Oh, I see. The virtual experience is in the movie. The virtual experience is going somewhere to watch a movie. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. You'll be sitting in your living room, sitting in a movie theater. Watching it, doesn't, movie. it doesn't matter what the movie <laughs> is. That's where it's that's going. fucked up. <laughs> Adam, Adam, the movie is not the content. The experience is the content. Oh, Zach, going to the theaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, right. I see, I see. And of course, we can't afford to pay people in order to keep an yeah, that's right. Open. <laughs> so we're gonna do it <laughs> virtually. Man, thanks for depressing me thoroughly with that, Nick. That was. Oh, Where's that the? F- I, I need the 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 fat guy eating popcorn burping throughout the whole goddamn you, thing. You're gonna Come get on. that too. How do, smell-o-rama. No, absolutely. <laughs> no. Scratch and sniff, baby. Oh God. See, we're already there. Like I said, the fat people from Wally. That's it. That's it. I love to think that, like, again, we're currently in the simulation, which is what I believe firmly in all of my heart. Mm -hmm. I think we're there. I think Zuckerberg won. I think we're in the metaverse. (laughs) But within the metaverse, we've we've gone so far down this because how long we've been here? Uh, Two billion years. We're two billion years and three billion years into the simulation that now there are filmmakers making movies about the simulation. Well, we got the Matrix coming. Yeah, the out. Matrix movies exist within. If that the movie, Matrix. if that movie doesn't end with a very compelling argument of the very thing you're talking about, I'm going to be sorely disappointed. Oh yeah. yeah, I I I think we're going to get that. I think we're going. I think this movie might be about Mark Zuckerberg. It could be. Yeah. What's the guy's name? Uh, who from from Mindhunter? He could be a he could be a surrogate for Jonathan Groff. Jonathan Groff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Because he's the bad guy in the movie. He's the bad guy in the new Matrix. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. hell yeah. yeah. I like Jonathan Groff. Hell so. yeah. I Fuck love Mindhunter. I'm yes. so sad that show never never finished. It's a great show. Like, like, it's and people, so fucking good. People love that show, and David Fincher's just like, eh, I don't feel like making it. That's literally what happened. I know. I don't feel like making it anymore. That's criminal. We should Jesus write him a letter. <laughs> Fincher. Strongly worded letter. <laughs> he would wipe I, his ass with that letter. <laughs> I demand you finish Mindhunter. Why do we cancel it? Because fuck them. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> the Nutcracker in 3D. Yeah, I was about to say the exact <laughs> Nutcracker in 3D is also known by uh, Nutcracker colon The Untold Story. That's what it's known by now if you search for it on the streaming service of your choice. Don't bother, though, because it's impossible to find. Apparently. It really is. There's like a Russian stream on YouTube. It's like not even titled the Nutcracker. It's like titled something in Russian. 
you can watch that. The full movie's there. <laughs> and it's in English. But it's certainly not in any streaming service. Um, and uh, yeah, it's 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 tough to find. I mean, really, don't bother. It's an awful movie. <laughs> try, but. Yeah. It's so a that, yeah. joint production, right? UK and Russia. Yes. I, I, I believe Hungarian. Oh, Hungarian. Hungarian. I think, that, yeah, a lot of the financing okay. was from Hungary. Mm. I think, in, in fact, it was shot in Hungary. It looks like Hungary. Parts of Poland. Yeah. Right. Uh, this thing features a studded cast of Elle Fanning as our hero, Mary. I think this is one of her first movies. I believe the better Fanning sister. That's probably correct. Yeah. Richard E. Grant as her father. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nathan Lane mm-hmm. as, and I am not... Uh, Say it. Using artistic license when I say this. I'm not say paraphrasing. <laughs> what? Albert Einstein. Yeah. No, the name is Uncle Albert. Uh, no, Adam. He's Cre- playing Albert Einstein. But he's credited as Uncle Albert. He's not playing an Albert Einstein <laughs> He type. literally is Einstein. He says, I have the theory about general relativity. It's just a coincidence, guys. As oh. your Uncle Albert always says, everything is relative. Right. It's fucking terrible. And John Turturro uh, as a Nazi rat that looks like Rod Stewart. I was going to say, I'm amazed that John Turturro might be the only guy who's played both Jesus and Hitler and neither. It's amazing. (laughs) That sentence just got fucked. I know I had to give you a few seconds for that to sink in for you to fully appreciate what I just said. Walk me through this again. Slow down. <laughs> Slow down. He's played Jesus. In uh, the Jesus the, Rolls. The Jesus the Rolls. The Jesus Rolls. Oh. <laughs> right. He's played Hitler in this movie. And technically neither. <laughs> because... <Yes. laughs> yeah. I love that logic. You can't can't refute it. Yeah, definitely nobody else quite like that. Yeah, playing a rat who is also Adolf Hitler. I think unambiguously Adolf Hitler. Well, but he's also he's the um I had I wrote it down because I forgot the name of the movie. He he's the music industry guy from Phantom of the Paradise. Oh. Yes, he looks I, just like him. He's not I was, dra- see, Yeah, I was thinking Rod Stewart, but that's that's pretty good too. I had a vi- I went to a video game reference, but I I I don't, I don't know. I went to like Devil May Cry and Raiden, so that's a little bit sure. Different. Sure, yeah, I could say hey, it. Yeah, thank you, Nick. He's not dressed like like no. all of the all of the Nazi rats around him are dressed like Nazis, but he's not. They're not dressed like Nazis. They are. They're Nazis. Nazis. <laughs> but meanwhile, he's got this beautiful, beautiful like silk outfit. Like yeah. it's just like go- like this gorgeous, very expensive, and bleach blonde hair. Yeah. Just like in all sorts of directions, beautiful hair. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, his actual hair. Every time, every, every other movie, it's just right. I think Rod Stewart should sue. I think he looks like scarily similar to Rod Stewart, um, but he's also Hitler. I forget that. He's also Hitler. I think it's very strange that they chose to make the bad guys Nazis and they chose to include Uncle Albert Einstein. Like, what are they trying to say? That's not just an implication of, like, these rats are evil. That's an implication of, like, we're trying to tell a greater story Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. this world building. And that's horrifying because I don't know what that story is. Every decision this movie makes is bad. Right. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Every dis- every single one. One on top of the other is uh, just confounding. Uh, it, th- this is like 
this is what happens when like a, a, a fairy tale movie goes wrong. And they, mm. they, they often do go wrong. Yeah. You know, it, whenever you say like this is all happening in a little girl's head, like like Pan's Labyrinth is good, but the rest of them are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Particularly Christmas movies. I was just thinking about that, how it's like that is one of those techniques for storytelling that hardly ever pays off for me. I think Pan's Labyrinth is the only one. I guess maybe Wizard of Oz. But like what else? I can't name another one. There's like nothing. Those suck. Yeah, <laughs> Dallas. <laughs> what? The show Dallas. The show da- oh, da- oh no. <laughs> oh no. That's a reference for one person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for the for the boomers out there. Yeah, yeah. for the JR for our fucking parents. <laughs> uh, you know, I almost wrote a script like this. Actually, I wrote like half a script about the Nutcracker. <laughs> no. No, but it's like very similar to this movie, which is like <laughs> confounding decisions. <laughs> I will never show this to anyone. I would love to read it. You will not read it. I write scripts with confounding decisions all the time. <laughs> this is, but I don't uh, show them to people. No, the idea, but I don't, but I don't, but I don't get uh, ninety million dollars to make the film. <laughs> ninety million fucking dollars for this movie, by the way. What the hell? <laughs> the idea was it was going to be like a little boy whose father commits suicide. And this is going to okay. be a kid's movie. Because I got in, like this whole thing of like, it was Christmas time and I'm like, I'm going to write a Christmas movie. Because like if I write you a Christmas, Christmas movie and it takes off. start with suicide. I, I, like, I'm like, yo, like this is my meal ticket right here. Like if you do anything Christmas related, if you write one, all I want for Christmas is you. You're just set for life. Just ride this gravy train into retirement. So I'm like, yo, I'm going to write a Christmas movie here. And it's going to be for kids because kids like shitty things. So it doesn't have to be good. And I, I'm like, okay, it's going to be like some sort of creature like E.T. It's a penguin. It's going to be a talking penguin. Okay, What's for that? happy feet. This took about 20 minutes. It's a talking penguin. All this brainstorming. And it's named Penny the Penguin because, like, you know, Pen is in the is a penguin. So the, the script is called Penny. Oh. The script is called Penny. And it's a talking penguin. And like in the first 10 minutes of the movie, the, the father of the boy jumps off of a bridge and you see this happen in the first 10 minutes of the movie. I was, I was, I was thinking of the opening, like how you play with the. <laughs> it's like it's a wonderful life, but not with the happy ending. My mind. <laughs> what if. What if It's a Wonderful Life was taken to its natural conclusion? My mind immediately went to Rockefeller Center and the <laughs> girls like skating around in the ice. And she's just like, look up, mommy. And then splat. <laughs> First five right minutes outside of the, the Lego movie. store. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who was Penny? <laughs> so you start the movie with a suicide. And that's really how you draw the kids in. I'm you know? getting those Christmas the life vibes is already. Fleeting. Life is fleeting. It can right. happen. You know, so enjoy Christmas. Moment. <laughs> oh, you know it's got to be the motif that keeps coming up, like the, like the sled in uh, Citizen Kane. You know, what? Oh, yeah. yeah, it's got to be yeah. the present for Daddy. Sure, Ooh, there we go. That's I a never pretty got good idea. Give. That's a pretty good idea. So uh, I got pretty far down this whole rabbit hole here, and I had this whole adventure with the penguin. And then at the end of the movie, it was revealed that the penguin wasn't real; it was just a stuffed animal in the closet. Okay. And that was the whole, as if that was a creative idea of like it was in the kid's head all along, but it was going to be ambiguous of like, is it actually real or not? What's the name of the kid that committed suicide again? The name of the, the it was the father. That oh, the father suicide. that committed suicide. I don't remember what I called the father. Okay. See, wouldn't it be a better story if, if well, it would be a horrible story if the kid committed suicide, but if the father was the one imagining the stuffed animal, because you wouldn't expect that, oh. right? 
That's a good twist. <laughs> but, <laughs> but then you have to kill a kid, and that's not. Guys, I was so serious about this script. I'm like, I had the whole outline. I was good to go. All the themes and shit. And then I realized I'm a horrible screenwriter, and I just stopped. Stop. And I never revisited it. I'll take it off your hands. No, you that thing will die a very quick death, a quick and fiery death. Get one of those Hollywood fixer guys to just kind of like rework it a little. Just my first note, Nico, change change Here's the penguin to so a far. moose. That's where you went wrong. It's got to be a moose. <laughs> Uh, I was like, literally, I, I, this took 10 minutes. It's like, all right, it's an animal. Can we go with a polar bear? Coca-Cola might sue us for that. So you can't go polar bear. That's been done already. Uh, you know, polar bears are off limits. Elves. There's enough elf movies. Can't go there. Is it going to be a reindeer? No. Can't do that. Then we got to name it Rudolph. And then there's another sort of fucking... A copyright issue on our hands. So you were looking to sell this thing. Uh, that, I was 100% <laughs> that's, for that's, no reason whatsoever. <laughs> I thought I was in a position to cash in on, on, on the blowing winds of the movie industry. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I want to read this thing right now. Before even starting my screenwriting career, I'm like, I'm going to sell out on this one. <laughs> I'm not. Not, not surprised. But the, <laughs> yeah, but then you gamble all your screenwriting writing money away, right? Now. And then I gotta go back and make sell movie. out again. You gotta make a movie about a turtle or some shit. <laughs> the Easter turtle. <laughs> the his, Easter turtle. His head stuck in a the 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 soda cans plastic thing. The whole movie. Oh my god, that's, that's good. just the movie. He's that's just, good. He's wearing uh, it like a necklace, and then uh, people think it's a cape, and they think he's a superhero. But it's but it's hurting him, yeah. literally right. hurting yeah. him. Point being, <laughs> point being, I I understand the pain of a of a screenwriter or director that has something in his head that sounds so fucking good, like suicide in a children's movie about a talking penguin. <laughs> Well, we can relate some of that to this thing. <laughs> like, you, that could be in your head and nobody tells you, like, hey, maybe you shouldn't open the movie with suicide. Yeah. Maybe, like, you should keep this, you know. And similar, somebody should have told our boy Andre here to be like, maybe let's not make the rats in this movie explicitly Nazis that right. burn children in a gas chamber. I gotta yes. be honest, there is this one scene where the evil rat guy... He is so evil that he's just going around taking photos of sad children for oh his collection. Oh my god, that was the best. And that cracked me the fuck up. It was. It does get to a point where the absurdity is quite funny. Yeah. He's um, just like he's just like, and they cut to the picture. And it's just crying children in black and white, and there's just three or four of them. Right. Uh, I I I have to be honest, guys. <laughs> <laughs> talking about this movie <laughs> i feel bad uh i i was i had some inhibitors with this one uh n not drugs oh okay. but I, had, I thought you meant drugs no I, I was gonna say like I, this was one of the rare movies where i'm watching it and i felt high <laughs> like you ever get that where it's like you're watching a movie and what you're kind so, what kind of high well I, i've never been high so i'm bad high. To it. but like it is a bad high right but no it like every once in a while like we'll watch a movie and it's usually for this podcast and i'll just be watching it a little late at night and and I sort of space out because it's so fucking terrible. And then all of a sudden, like, Totoro becomes the fucking xenomorph with his yeah. rat face. 
and what's happening? And I'm like, what's you, going on? What's happening? Yeah, and like, I felt like it's really when all of a sudden he turns from a a you know humanoid looking rat to like crazy sharp jagged teeth. Yeah. Like spewing forth from his jowls. Right. It's a little terrifying. It's very horrifying. Yeah. Um but yeah, I, I had the inhibitor of YouTube, is what I'm saying. Oh no! No! Not again! Not again! No! It's back, baby! No! It's back! <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Two times speed. Did baby. you watch the wrong movie? <laughs> Oh, two times speed. <laughs> I went two times oh, speed on this. You, you went fast. Yeah. That's not, acceptable. Not just fast. Not just fast, though. There are instances where I'm like, all right, I need a chaser. So I went to half speed. <laughs> <laughs> you had to, like, come down from. <laughs> I spent, like, two hours jumping back and forth. <laughs> It was the funniest thing I've ever done. I just fucking <laughs> remix. You just went. You just went full sprint. You hit a wall, and you had to just walk, just walk it off for like half a mile. You should have seen me. I was laughing so fucking hard. It's like a fat kid running the mile in gym class. Oh, because you didn't know how fast you could go, so you tired yourself out. It was like the comedian's not doing well, so I need to tone it down a bit and like help him find his groove. So then he goes back to two times speed or half speed. Right, and you were trying oh, to figure out God. exactly what speed was the best speed it to was, watch. It was glorious. I highly recommend it. It was. Fucking I highly <laughs> recommend watching this movie like a deranged maniac. <laughs> yes, it was. Well, that's the fucking movie. <laughs> when they were doing, wow. they were doing song numbers, and they sounded like they were drunk <laughs> at half speed. Somehow, this is more egregious than what I did because I was like in a rush trying to finish the movie in time. You went out of your way to make everything take longer. <laughs> yes, you had to rewatch things. Did you watch it double speed too? <laughs> No, no, I'm saying when oh. I did it years ago, when I got yelled at for watching Super Mario Brothers at oh, two okay. speed. Oh, well, no, we did that together, dude. Uh, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, we, we watched it together at one and a half speed. <laughs> like, what the fuck are we doing? We're like, I can, cannot sit through all of this. Like, yeah. we have to go faster. <laughs> no, but it happened, like, when you get to the, the boy, the, the fucking CGI nutcracker boy, I'm like, yeah, I'm taking advantage of this. <laughs> I need it. I need it. I can't do this. Sorry, guys. You know what's so weird about those musical numbers? <laughs> Tim Rice wrote the lyrics for that. Well, that's show. what I wanted to. Yes, Sir Timothy Miles Binden Rice is his full name. <laughs> is that his name? But this guy, this guy's written a lot yeah, of good shit. Lion I King. Lo- I looked him up. Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah. A Broadway legend. And they I brought think this an guy EGOT in. Winner. I think the man has an EGOT. Really? Yeah. Really? He's a knight. Yeah. And he was brought in to create lyrics for the the classic the nutcracker <laughs> which i believe is a completely lyricless well uh, okay. yeah i so, mean it's a ballet right you don't need words i i wanted to dig into this a little bit because i realized halfway through watching this that i had never seen an adaptation of the nutcracker before i, I was gonna I, ask if you'd ever seen the ballet right i've not seen anything i'm I, not a frequent uh, attendee okay. of, of the ballet okay i've seen it 
You've seen so, the ballet life? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a it's a family tradition for Michaela's family. Every okay. year. Literally, I think every single year, pretty much, they've seen the Nutcracker um, ballet. Okay. I saw it with Michaela last year, or maybe two years ago, with uh-huh. the pandemic, I don't remember. Yeah. And this year, we saw a... Um, literally just this weekend we saw a version of the nutcracker but it was um a all black cast with and the story had a twist uh all cincinnati local based mm, got it interesting um it was called hot chocolate best name nice it's called hot chocolate yeah that is a good name best name in the first five minutes though they kill the mom and we're all just like what is going on Ooh. they just just kind of like nico script Right. <laughs> it's like they're celebrating Christmas together and they're like, Mom got sick and died. We're like, What? <laughs> but yeah, so no, I, I'm familiar with the story, and I will say that like making this making the ballet, the nutcracker, into a coherent film is a crazy idea to begin with. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is what I kind of wanted to ask. Like, what is the nutcracker? Cause so the I I assume that there's not a lot of speaking in the ballet. There's of the well, no zero speaking. zero it's speaking. A ba- it's in a the traditional <laughs> yeah. version. All right. So I was horrified of it as a kid because I only saw it when I was a kid when I was like we were in New York, actually, when, when we saw it. But I just remember my, my parents taking me to it and seeing the mice or the rats. I don't I, mm-hmm. I don't remember. I think they were actually mice in this rendition. But mm. uh, yeah, horrified the hell out of me. So but yeah, I don't remember any speaking lines. Just lots of dancing. Yeah. I so, mean, yeah. It's basically, I can kind of tell you the the story. I mean, it's Christmas. Girl gets a gift. She unwraps it or opens it or whatever. It's a nutcracker and she cherishes it and she kind of dances around with her nutcracker. And then she like has to go to bed. And when she goes to bed that night, she dreams about this nutcracker coming to life. And it's a soldier and it fights a bunch of evil mice who are, you know, terrorizing the house or whatever. Not necessarily Nazis, though. No, no, just just they're just mice. Like right. there's like there's a rat king. Yeah, mm-hmm. there is like a king figure, I guess. Yeah. And they have like a sword fight and stuff. And then um, the Nutcracker slays the rat king, and that's the first half. And then the second half is just filled with incoherent nonsense. <laughs> I'm not joking. The second half is like the sugar plum fairies, and she's yeah. dancing with fairies. And then there's like um like uh usually a sort of like Arabian dance number thing. There's um, it's just filled with nonsense that has no plot because it's not supposed to. It's a fucking ballet, right? Mm-hmm. Right. It's just so music I, yeah. and I dancing. Knew all about, I knew all about the dance of the sugar plum fairy, and obviously right. we know the music. all that shit. And the music's beautiful. Okay, so what I did not realize, and I'm literally just reading this off of Wikipedia now, yep. is that this ballet is based on a book from 1816. I did not know that either. Yes. The Prussian author E.T.A. Hoffman wrote uh, The Nutcracker and the Mouse King. It's a short story, uh, which, uh, you know, much like the plot of The Nutcracker in 3D, is uh, about a a young girl named Marie and her Nutcracker who comes to life and they defeat the evil Mouse King in battle. And then they adapt it as a ballet in 1892, and that sort of becomes the definitive adaptation of the Nutcracker. So there is a story here that they are drawing from. It's not like they're okay. taking an incoherent mm. ballet and they're trying to convert it into this allegory about like World War II. I mean, it <laughs> feels know? that way though. It certainly feels that way. Yeah, it's gone through like you know, it's like the telephone game, right? Like it goes through enough mm. filters, and right, you end up. Um, so. I guess that was my main question because, like, it's one of those things that it, you sort of 
you you pick up on that stuff through osmosis just if you like pay attention to pop culture but i had never i guess looked into what the nutcracker was or watched any proper adaptations of it and i guess what this is is not a proper adaptation but it is an adaptation of some kind and it fucking blows i can't believe that this has been such a popular thing for literally 200 plus years hey it's just one bad adaptation. <laughs> Doesn't mean they all suck, but they did just come out with one. I think like last year with like Kira Knightley or something like that, yeah, and yeah, it yeah. apparently was also quite bad. So, well, I mean, th- any anything where you're going to have to try to make a Nutcracker come to life is just a shitty idea. <laughs> well, per- perhaps we make it an animated film. I guess mm. you could do that. I guess. Can we use puppets? Would it kill them to use puppets? I guess that's the larger like Team point. America puppets. Sure. <laughs> no i mean like can the nutcracker itself be a puppet and not ha- a cgi creature like in this one yes it can but it does have to change into a person so that's right. that's a that's a real thing that happens i guess it does at some point i got distracted by the fact that this nutcracker i hate to bring back shrek to the conversation it looks exactly like pinocchio from shrek it does <laughs> it does yeah right so <laughs> distracting <laughs> very distracting mm-hmm so what do you think of the movie otherwise given the uh the half speed and full speed and double speed you watched it at? uh it's kind of an abortion of a movie abortion. <laughs> oh my god yeah um <laughs> it's uh <laughs> new york times says it's an abortion of a movie <laughs> no it's 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 quite it's quite horrible um I I I I don't know what's happening. It was uh, it's funny when um uh Nathan Lane walks on screen. I'm like, wow, he looks a lot like Albert Einstein. Right. But that doesn't make any sense. And then they <laughs> and call then him. <laughs> then they call him a glaver. I'm like, whoa, 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 what's going and on? Then he goes on a dissertation about <laughs> relativity. E equals mc squared. Yes, he develops the theory of relativity. <laughs> On screen. This movie is like like now my go-to of just gobbledygook. It's nothingness. It's just this crazy <laughs> odyssey that makes absolutely no sense. I am still <laughs> baffled by the decision to make the rats Nazis. Yes. Um, you know, it was funny because like one of my favorite... In, in light of making him Albert Einstein <laughs> and making them Nazis, you're trying to say something. Yes, exactly. Exactly. That's crazy. It was... It, it, this, but it was... It, it, Recalled like uh, uh, one of my favorite graphic novels, which is it's called Mouse Mm. and and Mouse is written by this guy called uh, Arch Spiegelman. And it is about uh, mice, but, you know, that are just stand ins for the Jews during the Holocaust. And he makes the Nazis cats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just kept thinking like, oh, God, <laughs> if he saw this wonderful thing. <laughs> That dude be turning in his grave. It was just really sad. I don't know. <laughs> I just kept thinking about that the whole time, so it was very distracting. But that's more me. Uh, but geez, man. Um, yeah, talk about misjudged. It, it also was giving me a little bit of like cats flashbacks as well. I think you could have called the movie Rats. You could have. Yeah. You know, I mean, just call it Rats. They wouldn't the same. I'm just trying to put together like this metaphor, right? So like, okay, the rats are Nazis. Okay, so Einstein's Einstein. I guess right. that makes Mary the U.S. and the 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 Nutcracker the atomic bomb. I don't know. How does that <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> it was. But then who's you... Japan? Like I don't understand what's they're happening. It's just, just random. These details. <laughs> I didn't Why think about you... the atomic bomb element to this. 
It's just insane. The Einstein thing is baffling. And fucking Nathan Lane is there with a with a German accent, this thick German accent that he's looking on. directly at the camera. Like why why is he why is he the Clarence of this story? It's, it's so a, weird. It's also like a horrible Einstein. Yes, it is. Oh my god. Like <laughs> who's the best Einstein? Best who played the best Albert Einstein? Didn't Jeffrey Rush just do a miniseries as Einstein? Did he? I know Walter Matthau played uh Albert Einstein in a film. That's a good choice, I think. I never saw that. Do you know what the name of the movie is? It a biopic? No, no. It's like Tim. <laughs> it's the I, I don't think so. No, I think it's a uh, uh, Tim Robbins is the lead. I, I always forget the name of that one though. But like, the, he looks huh. good in the role. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Nathan Lane does not. Nathan Lane looks nothing like Einstein. He just has like the Einstein hair. And so for a while, I think I thought the same thing as you uh, is like, oh, this is a bad movie that's trying to portray Germans. And whoever wrote this knows exactly one German. And that German mm. is Albert Einstein. Mm. You know, so they just gave him like the Einstein Well, they know exactly the two Germans. Yeah, yeah. They know <laughs> Albert Einstein and Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Adolf Hitler wasn't even German. <laughs> he was <You're> right. Austrian. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. The name of the Walter Matthau Einstein movie is IQ. Ah, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, Meg Ryan, your mom is in it. Oh, yeah, my, mo- oh, my mother. <laughs> I miss her. I haven't seen her since that in my entire is a life. story we haven't talked about on the podcast in like two and a half years. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. A callback. We're just going to let all the new guys catch up. Just yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. My brother had his 30th birthday uh, this weekend, and one of uh, uh, my aunt. Uh, came up <clears throat> and she went to high school with uh, you know my dad and my mom and, and uh, uh, what no I missed that and <laughs> and Meg Ryan yes oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> so we were recalling a lot of funny stories about that and like them like getting drunk and running from the cops and stuff like that so that was fun yeah your mom and your dad and Meg Ryan yeah getting drunk and running from the cops together. everybody like the whole whole clicks yeah <laughs> Your mother, your father, your aunt, and Meg Ryan got drunk and ran away from the cops? I don't think it was those specifically nobody else. It was like a party. Yeah. But Meg Ryan was in attendance. Yeah. Got it. Check. <laughs> what? When I filed the police report, I just want to make sure. What? <laughs> well, her name wasn't Meg Ryan, remember. It was Peggy Hyra. We got to remember that. Right. Which is a much better name, and she should have just stuck with it. Peggy? Peggy Hyra? Yeah. 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 Meg Shut up, Meg. <laughs> Shut up, Meg. <laughs> yeah. You got that and you got Megan. 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 I always get like Megan. I, I don't know how I feel about that pronunciation. Megan. Uh, what else is in this movie besides the uh, the Nazi rats and the and Albert Einstein that's like worth talking about? I guess, well, again, like the fact that they don't... <laughs> It's like at this point, why not just say they're Nazis? Like when they're piling up the toys, it's like so it's like really bleak. Yeah, it's, it's bleak, like very shit, upsetting. It's, it's like like girl in the red coat, like Schindler's List. <laughs> exactly, shit. it's really bad. And they're bulldozing the toys into a furnace. Like, what are you doing? And there's a whole smoke cloud. Yeah, that like fu- covers the sky. It's because fucking the, horrible. The rats are burning toys. <laughs> they're really burning just, toys in quotes right really killing my christmas vibe yeah, yeah it's, it's really just ill-advised really all of bring, this is bringing me down but it's like a kid's movie but could you imagine showing this to a kid 
Like there's a scene where like so the some of the 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 toys come to life. I get think similar to the ballet where you know you have like the little drummer boy comes to life as like a, you know a little boy that drums. And, yeah. can, we, know, like the, can we talk about this? Yeah, we yeah, will. There's a clown. There's a clown. <laughs> stop, stop. Right. Stop. There's the cl- right. There's all that. There's the monkey. There's the fucking monkey in the suit that like smokes a cigar with his foot. And the clown. Yeah. Don't forget the clown. Yeah, the clown. Uh but yeah, the, the little drummer boy is like beheaded in this movie. It's really <laughs> it's so disturbing. Funny. Imagine what that scene played like at two times speed. Freaked, <laughs> <laughs> freaked, freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> oh my God. Jesus so that's wow. in there you know mon- the monkey was very funny i liked all that shit i like when the monkey like just dis- like disguised himself as an ss officer as though he was gonna like fool people yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good <laughs> monkey and a rat's very similar <laughs> dude the rats in this movie vote for ratification that was a pretty Which good pun w- what happens like they convert people to rats or they're just like exterminating the probably toy exter- race? exterminating everyone is not Pure rat. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they're doing. They don't really get into what the plan is, other than they're evil. Yeah, it's it's not very good world building in this movie. It's kind of weak. Kind of weak. Kind of weak. Uh, uh, who's the best performer in this movie? Who gives the best performance? What do you, well, what's your question? The most fun performance or the one that genuinely the best performance, bar none? Give me both. Fun performance is John Turturro. Yes. Uh, best. The father. L. Fanning. I liked the kid that played the, the, the Nutcracker. I wanted to kill him so bad. Yeah, I thought he was all right. <laughs> I wanted to kill that kid. Uh, I, I like. I wanted the, to the, feed him to rats. I like the rat mom slash nanny. Oh, she's horrible. Oh no no no, different one. I was thinking of the fairy. Not no. No, she was yeah, terrible. Not yeah, the yeah. sugar plum fairy. No, that woman was good. The older the older the rat mom. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I liked her. Um. Yeah, no one's really that good in this movie, though, yeah, man. It's, it's all pretty bad. It's, it's, it's one of those things. I, I, apparently, like, the opening credits, that's, like, the logo for a Russian bank. And it's one of those movies where it's like, oh, they really had to go. Oh, no. To, to some seed. It's like, it, it's like the same shit you'd see, like, when you're, you know, on the back of somebody's Little League t-shirt. Like, the local. Yeah. <laughs> the, Don't the, you. the local <laughs> restaurant back to the uh, back to the Little League team. It's just kind of. Don't you forget the only reason you're doing this is because of us. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if you tell anyone otherwise, What's the big bad news bears it's the bail bondsman. That's <laughs> is that the right? Oh, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the local bail bond guy. <laughs> oh, um, speaking of math, though, I thought it was. Uh, <laughs> thought it was i was watching this thinking like oh man I, w- I wonder how this works as an adaptation and and you get to the part uh, you know where they 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 start taking the kids outside i'm like oh i really love the part in the ballet where the the nazi rats had motorcycles with gatling guns on them right. <laughs> it's great stuff as if it yeah. wasn't literally like a four minute like <laughs> dance number with a couple of swords yep 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 yeah so what you have ultimately <laughs> is. Wait, wait, a, did we talk about Bat Rat? The fucking jetpacks they had. Oh yeah, they oh, can. Yeah. They can fly now. They had the jetpacks. They, they were helicopters I, with legs on them. I thought mm. I was watching an Avengers movie at one point. Mm. And for some reason, they have a great white shark in a tank. I love that. That, that felt very Doctor Evil. Right. <laughs> no, but to show that he's extra evil, he electrocutes the shark. Kills the shark. 
I, I can't make sense of it. Let's go. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what you ultimately have is a musical adaptation of The Nutcracker that features lyrics to the classic ballet songs, although there is no ballet dancing. They also added music that was not in The Nutcracker. And you could yes. definitely tell which uh, was added. But it was, still ri- it was music written or at least inspired by the same writer All of right. the original okay. music. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, quite bad. Bad movie. Zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> one of the rare ones. One of the rare zero percents. I'm always so amused by a zero percent. Yeah. It's incredible. You have to a, work extra hard to get there. A spectacular bomb cost ninety million dollars. Uh, I don't know how much it made, but it made about twenty million. And about oh, that's half, pretty good. And about half of that was from Russia. I was gonna say that's not the worst bomb in the world. I think the last duel was a much worse bomb. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. That ain't bad. Yeah. I'll take twenty million. <laughs> you got ten million from Russia, though. Dude, if if Penny made twenty million dollars, I'd be I'd retire. <laughs> yeah, I'd rest on my spent, laurels. If you spent ninety million, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, why, why make trillions when we could make billions? <laughs> Exactly. At the end of the movie, I, I, Uncle Albert Einstein. <laughs> can't get over Uncle Albert Einstein. So, Don't you love the line where he's so like, ridiculous. is Mr. Freud going to be at oh, this event no. you're going to? Oh, my to? God. They kept mentioning Freud the whole movie, too. Yeah. What's the reasoning for? I don't get it. Because these people don't know any Germans or Austrians. <laughs> so you just chuck in Albert Einstein yeah. for no reason. <laughs> it's just so random. At least when, like, Nikola Tesla shows up in The Prestige, it, like, works. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it does make sense. It makes well, sense. I don't know about making sense, but you don't <laughs> care. <laughs> a little bit of sense. Hey, at least they cast Bowie for the part. Right. Oh, Bowie is... would have slotted in perfectly oh here. He would have. Oh, my God. He'd make I did a have... great Rat King. I did actually. There was a the split second. King. There was a split right. second where I thought he was the Rat King. I'm not going to lie to you. There was a split second. Oh, Bowie would have been great. Yeah. Oh, man channeling his inner goblin king again that'd be great pretty good that'd be great uh where was i going with this oh end of the movie so all this stuff has happened you know they defeat the evil nazi rats and <laughs> you know <laughs> tutorial sings a rod stewart song and we get out of here <laughs> <laughs> sings maggie may and we fade to black um <laughs> but uh you know so so the, yeah the end of the movie it's revealed that this was all a dream, or was it? You know, the entire movie, Nutcracker has been referring to himself as NC. Mm. You know, it's like because it's a modern sort of take on the Nutcracker tale. Mm. And uh, Albert's like, hey, I have a friend in the other room that I'd like you to meet. And Albert Einstein opens the fucking door to the, the, to the den and reveals the little boy there mm. sitting playing with toys. And Albert Einstein says to Elle Fanning, this is my new neighbor. And his initials are NC, of course, that it's the same boy that was in L. Fanning's dreams. And it's like, all right, so either all of this actually happened and L. Fanning is the only one aware of the fact that this dream was a reality and Albert Einstein is in on this. Uh, you know, I think Albert says at one point, reality is a persistent illusion. It's an illusion, but a persistent one. So either this all actually happened or... Or Albert Einstein just brought the fucking kid from next door <laughs> over to his relatives <laughs> on Christmas Day, which like, what the hell, man? It's if, like some fucking German scientist with a bow tie and 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 disheveled gray hair asked to take my son to to fucking Christmas dinner with him. 
I don't think I would say yes. So does Albert Einstein ab- uh, abduct this this young neighbor boy? Is that what happens? What is the implication of this final scene? Well, he's trying to hook up his niece. This stop mm. it. Even worse. <laughs> it's weird. Even uh, worse. It's fucking terrible. But I think you're right there, Nick. Yes, I think he's trying try, <laughs> he try to, try to get, get them together. Yeah. There was an abduction made. Yeah, he wants a little nutcracker baby. It's not like this is a kid from an orphanage. I just adopted him or something. <laughs> oh, God. This is really disturbing. No, it is, this like, is my new neighbor. I don't like this guy. There's an Amber Alert <laughs> out there. <laughs> for this, for the fucking Albert Einstein's car. Albert Einstein has a Nambla card. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, fuck this movie <laughs> Any other thoughts? Can we talk about the racist toy? <laughs> oh god, I didn't want to We have really, to Yeah, I didn't want okay, to There's four toys mm-hmm. that Einstein gives his niece <laughs> Sure One is a wooden nutcracker Which they take the effort to 3d animate the titular mm. a monkey which they take the effort to 3d animate on a mm. person's face essentially uh-huh. yeah a clown which they take the effort to put makeup on right <laughs> and a drummer boy which they make a black kid <laughs> and that is all the effort they put into that one <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> they give him a shitty jamaican accent they go yeah that's a costume they that's a toy st- Jesus Christ! Never thought about it that way. That's a fair point. It's fucked up. I didn't really think about it that <laughs> they way. They could have put a little more effort in. Jesus. They could have animated a drummer boy, like a toy that drums, not just make it a black kid. <laughs> it's, it's so horrible. <laughs> and it's the only black kid in the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, you don't get t- to check off a affirmative action box for that. That doesn't... <laughs> what Jesus Christ! The boy, I'm trying to. I can't even make a joke. It's just terrible. Yeah, let's it's not. So bad. <laughs> let's not. I think you've you've hit your peak with Nambla. And <laughs> <laughs> um, the other it. thing I want to talk about is the fact that this is supposed to be like a musical movie. Mm. Like the sound mixing is like awful, and the music. And the way it's implemented, I thought it was quite bad, too. But the like, lyrics are bad. They're really the bad. lyrics are awful. But, but besides all of that, I want to talk about the moments between songs mm. because it was just awkward silence. It was I, uncomfortable. Yeah. It did well, not work. It helps if you speed it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Works a little better at two times speed. Yes. I have a note. <laughs> Did you play all of the non-musical parts at two it's, times speed? It's just a little thing. Musical really, parts at half. It's really a taste thing. <laughs> this is literally what was happening. I got to the musical scenes and I was playing them at two times speed. I'm like, this isn't as funny. So I went back to half speed. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, oh, it was great, guys. <laughs> what were you saying, Nico? No, nothing. That's that's it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Uh, that's a nutcracker in 3D. <laughs> what a disaster. Game? Yeah. Game. Let's, <laughs> Let's play it. How many 
are we doing? Lane? Uh, Albert Einstein? This is the last time we're going to get to do Albert Einstein. That's a good point. Mm. Or Turturro, I guess, are the options. I feel like... Did we we do probably Turturro? did Turturro. We must have do, done Turturro for uh, uh, Jesus, Jesus Rolls, Rolls, right? Right. Good thing. right. Unless we did Pete Davidson. <laughs> Which means we also could have done Ariana Grande. I think we'll do Nathan Lane. <laughs> yeah? Nathan yeah, Lane? sure. Okay. Sure. His second collaboration with Tim Rice... That I'm aware of, at least. Oh. The Lion you... King in this. Oh, oh, oh. For some reason, I was going to go with the producers. <laughs> Maybe Tim Rice was involved. I don't know. I was going to say, could he have been involved? It's possible. Nathan Lane, a big Broadway guy. By the way, I just watched a... I got a click hole of the Criterion Closet videos. I'm sure you've seen those. Yeah. Ones. And I just watched great. Nathan Lane's. It was incredible. I think I have seen that oh, one. Yeah. He's just like... <laughs> Here I am back in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest closet since we lost Liberace. <laughs> Bill Hader's one is quite good. I love yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> Nathan Lane. I love him. Uh, recently I saw him in Only Murders in the Building. Oh, yeah. You love uh, that show. Uh, good show. What has he done recently? I don't know. He's in the fucking... Uh, I guess he does TV now. American Crime Story, Good Wife. Um, of course, one of my favorite movies ever made. Mousetrap. Mousetrap? Oh, great movie. Oh, you were going to say The Birdcage. <laughs> no, it's The Birdcage. Yeah. One of my, one of my favorites. <laughs> I adore that movie. Mousetrap? It's Mouse Hunt, Nico. Mouse Hunt. God. Sorry. Come on. I guess he was in Stuart Little too, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. A lot of yeah. rat-related movies for old Nathan. Ah. Huh. Uh, hmm. Suspicious. What does that mean? Suspicious. Hmm. And I mean, a, a, a mongoose is, or no, a meerkat. Mm. Pretty similar. Right. Pretty similar. Yeah. What's that about? <laughs> What's your big beef with the rats? <laughs> <laughs> Nathan Lane. I'll say $30 million. I was going to go $30 million. Fuck. Well, fuck you. Oh, you whore. I was also going to go $30 million. <laughs> Should we all just go thirty million? Yeah, let's go thirty million. <laughs> thirty million and one. Here, no, here's what's happened. I'm going thirty-one million. There we go. I'm going thirty-one million. I hope it's actually thirty. <laughs> Nick, what are you doing? Uh, do twenty-nine uh, million, <laughs> please. Do twenty-nine million. One dollar. <laughs> I'll do the old one dollar. Oh, that's the worst. Oh, we were close. 20 million. Ah. Oh. It means I just won. Yeah. I should have done 29. This week's edition. Of how many did you carry? Apparently, Nathan Lane, hmm. during the production of Mouse Hunt, what? was asked about working with the mice. And he said that, quote, I found that if you squeeze their tiny little heads hard enough, they'll pretty much do anything you want. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then he continues to say there were 65 mice that were bred and trained for this film. They were born to be movie stars. Uh. (laughs) They could be in a lab somewhere injected with a horrible serum as part of an experiment. And instead, they're in a trailer with catering. Much nicer. They were grateful. (laughs) (laughs) They were grateful? I will not be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> what a fucking lunatic. <laughs> he goes, no, I haven't had any ro- rodent problems other than working for Disney. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. 
<laughs> That's good. Uh, wow. Love that guy. That's the man. How about them dolphins? <laughs> <laughs> Too much? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Nick, have you seen the birdcage? <laughs> Once. Forever ago. Oh, man. The best. That's a Mike Nichols film. It is. That's Elaine May wrote that shit. Yeah? Wow. Yeah. Good movie. Really good movie. All right. Uh, (laughs) If you want more of this nonsense, which I don't know why you would, Mm. there's a three and a half hour podcast sitting there. (laughs) It's about Spider-Man. Guys, we did a bad thing. We're not bad people, but we did a bad thing. Uh We all make mistakes, and this is evidence. Yes. It's on the Movie Hall of Fame feed. You can find it on iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, or just go to the website, tmt.media. Three and a half hours, we debated the best and the worst Spider-Man movies. Yeah, you know, like next time you're taking a trip to, I don't know, like like North Carolina, just Mm -hmm. pop that thing on. It'll it'll cover part of your trip. North Carolina. Yeah, (laughs) if you don't live in North Carolina. That's right. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) In which case, it wouldn't suffice. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you happen to live three and a half hours from North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, I had a headache after that. I don't know about you guys. I did too. I felt yeah, I kind of have a headache as well. <laughs> it's Rave like, reviews. I don't know how Rogan does this every week. He, he does like four hour shows without a I don't problem. I that at all. Uh, it's probably all the brain damage he has. <laughs> all the uh, weed. Or the ivermectin, one of the two. But, uh, <laughs> you know, like... Uh, he he, uh, he does this like twice a week and uh, this was the longest show we had ever done mm. by a large margin. I think mm-hmm. we looked at this. We'd never done a three and a half hour show. No. Um, but we did it. Uh, took up the whole day and people seem to be enjoying it. That's good. Of those that completed it, I've gotten say. very positive feedback from it. How many people have actually completed it though? I don't know. I don't know. We should have like included a code word at the end. Yeah. I actually yeah. thought about that. Mm. I really did. That ain't a bad idea. Now we got to go back and put it in. No, yeah. while we were recording, I was about to be like, if you made it this far, write, you know, yeah. pineapple in the discord and I'll send you a $5 <laughs> gift card. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. But I was like, I don't want to send money to people. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we love you. We'll be back next week for the, the Christmas show. Christmas show. Yeah. Yeah. Are we gift swapping? Not next week. I think uh, we're doing that in two weeks, right? Okay. Gift yeah. swap with the Wataddies? Is that the plan? I think so. Oh, okay, sweet. One more Christmas show. Wataddies, gift swap, then we're on to the new year. All right. Good. Love you. Until next time. You've been so very, very naughty. Naughty. We're nice.